Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. Today on the AgCast, we're talking farm-to-table, or more specifically, farmers marketing directly to consumers and the challenges and opportunities in this space. To get some perspective on this and what tools and assistance are available for growers, we talked to Karen Reynolds from the Arkansas Department of Agriculture and to Logan Duvall, owner of Me and McGee Market in North Little Rock. Welcome to Arkansas AgCast. I'm joined by Karen Reynolds, Grants and Program Manager with the Arkansas Department of Agriculture. Uh, Karen, why don't we just jump in and you tell me a little bit about your role at the Department of Agriculture. Thank you, Robin. Thank you for having me here today. Sure. I look forward to this. Thank you. I work with the branding programs at the, at the Arkansas Department of Agriculture. And what that means is I work with farmers who are growing food for your tables, your farm-to-table farmers that grow for consumers. And um, we have the Arkansas Grown Program, mm-hmm. the Homegrown by Heroes Program, and the Arkansas Made Program. Sure. Arkansas Grown is directed toward farmers who grow, produce, agricultural crops in the state that are used for direct consumption. The Arkansas May program is for products that are made in the in the state, which can con- include what USDA calls value added, which can be jams and salsas okay. and jellies. But it also includes other products, such as we have members who make knives or jewelry or things like that. So it's a very diverse group. Okay. The Homegrown by Heroes program is for the military, uh, military mm-hmm. members who go into farming when they return from duty. It's a national program, and so we work with the Farmer Veteran Coalition, and we started the Arkansas chapter in 2015. So we support our veterans who are in farming and help them to produce, um, to market their products. Well, that's great, and I have seen all of those labels and <laughs> at one time or another. Now, today, um, you know, you described Arkansas Grown, but do I understand that there's maybe some new things going on with Arkansas Grown, a new website, something like that? Tell me a little bit about what's happening with Arkansas Grown. Absolutely. We actually restructured the program so that it is free for all producers, growers, ranchers to uh, be members. And when I say member, it's not like we're a club. Mm -hmm. This is a network. And so we, um, with this new uh, restructuring, it's free for the people who actually produce the food and the products. And they, uh, we encourage them to use the program logos so that, that their products can be quickly and easily identified by consumers sure. that they are Arkansas grown or Arkansas made. With that, we developed and launched a new website, which is very exciting for us because it's the first website of its kind in the country. And it, uh, it enables our members to have their own landing page which is like a mini website of their own. They can upload photographs, gallery of photographs. It has a map of their location if they choose to use it. They can upload videos, and they can manage this page um, directly so they don't have to go through anybody. They just log in, and they're their own page administrator. So when things change for their operations, such as seasons change, or when we had changes with COVID requirements, they can update their operational changes. And when consumers are looking for local food or local products they go to this website and they have options it'll show them on a show their 
operation on a map so that consumers can say, oh, I'm willing to travel 20 miles from my zip code. Sure. What farms or operations are there? So it, it's a very user-friendly, interactive website, and it is a multi-site platform that partners with Arkansas Farm to School. And that's what I meant by it's the first in, of, the, of its kind in the country. Because there's schools who also purchase from farms. Right. They purchase local food. And so this is, enables our school nutrition directors to easily find farmers, and it also enables our farmers to easily find schools in their area who want to buy local. So you're connecting consumers to farmers, but also schools uh, and institutional type of users to, to farmers who can provide things. Correct. That's a very exciting opportunity for yeah. our farmers because of the local food farm and jobs act that was launched that was enacted in 2017 any institution that receives twenty five thousand dollars or more from the state mm-hmm. and has a food service program this act requires them to establish a goal of spending 20 percent of their food purchases locally okay. within within the state of yeah. arkansas either grown purchase i mean uh Grown, packaged, or processed. Okay. So last year, the um, institution spent over $40 million on Arkansas grown products. So this is a very exciting opportunity for our farmers to take advantage of. Right. Very nice. Now, is that website active now, uh, and this this tool is usable now for those who are interested? Now, how... How do, how do they go about getting, if I'm a farmer out there, I have a product or something, I want to make these connections, I want to use this tool, what, what steps do I need to take? Go to ArkansasGrown.org. Hopefully, if you just type in Arkansas Grown, it'll pop up. Sure. But ArkansasGrown.org, and there's a Join Me button in the top right-hand corner. Okay. And you click on that, and then it'll it'll take you through the, the steps of the process. Now, it does say Buy Package. That's in the coding. We can't change. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it's free for okay. our... Farmers, ranchers, and producers. Now, we also, with the restructuring, launched a new supporter membership category for retailers, restaurants, and organizations that either sell or just want to support our Arkansas farmers, ranchers, and growers. And so, that is is a that's a paid membership. Okay. So when it says buy package, that's for that's intended oh, for sure. the supporters. So if they see that, if, a, if it's a farmer and they see that, don't worry about it. You just yes. do what you need to do and get it done. You won't have to You'll pay. see a zero balance okay. on your invoice, I promise. All right. Very nice. Yeah. Now, you know, it's been an interesting few years in terms of, uh, you know, demand and supply chain and all these issues around food. Have you seen uh, any impact on local uh, people expressing more interest, more visits, more questions, more inquiries, any of that? Great question. Absolutely. Um, The New York Times had a headline on March 26th, 2019, was it 20, 2020, that the U.S. had the largest, highest number of confirmed coronavirus cases in the world. That was on March 26th. The week of March, the week following that, March 29th and after, Google searches for local food doubled nationally. Wow. And the past year, from December to December, this past December, Arkansas ranked third in the country for Google search interest in local food. For So absolutely. Wow, yeah. Consumers are looking for local food. They've gone through the supply chain disruptions. Sure. Some are still concerned about going into grocery stores, especially with Omicron now. Mm-hmm. And so if they've, they found that they can go to their local farmer or an outdoor farmer's market 
and they feel safer and they know the food's better. Nutrition is such a, an increased interest with our consumers right. as well. They want to take care of their health. Yeah. And it's much healthier. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't know those statistics. So that's <laughs> impressive. But I knew I, you know, I, I had a feeling more people were, were looking into that. Um, what what are the? I, I know you mentioned there's a really a breadth of products. Uh, what what are some of the types of products that that people can find on your website right now? Um, I know people think of farmers markets when they think local, and maybe they think certain you know vegetables or whatever. But what types of things are are people placing on? Well, any kind type of food you can buy in the grocery mm-hmm. store, basically. Um, I mean, there, there are farmers who take their crops and they produce, like I said, the value-added oh, yeah. food products. You can buy spaghetti sauce. You can buy, you know, there's meat. I mean, yeah, I and, you know, meat meat's been be a huge, thing. a huge product that the, uh, such an increase in people wanting to buy right. local meat. And so um, there are the farmer's markets, but there are farmers who – have pivoted and they have on-farm sales. And, I, you know, am I? Yeah, you're good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, they, they sell directly on their farm. And what with, uh, some of our farmers did that was so exciting was they were very innovative in creating a website or their Facebook page where right. someone could place an order, pay for it, and then just drive up with their order number and the farmer would put the the food in their trunk or the back of their car yeah. and they would just drive off and and you know you you're picking up your groceries within seconds right so um and with no contact whatsoever so it's it is farmers markets there are stores and markets who sell arkansas grown and arkansas mm-hmm. made products and they're also on the website so if you're looking for a brick and mortar building we do have those as okay. well mm-hmm. well that um is is um is there a challenge that you're seeing that farmers are facing? Anything that they talk about when they come to you and when they're starting this process? Or, you know, is it like getting the product to consumers? I saw, like you said, they're, they're being innovative about it. Maybe, you know, they have drive up or maybe they're shipping. I don't know. Uh, what are some of the things that you're trying to help farmers with or giving them advice on or challenges they may face in getting their products to consumers? What we're help, trying to help them the most with is connecting with the consumers and helping the consumers find them. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> pardon me, um, we're also trying to help our farmers with the process of getting the food ready to, to be sold. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, once it comes out of the ground, there's a lot that goes into um, to getting it consumer right. ready. So we're helping them with that. And then we are helping them with promotion. Right. But we're, but we're starting with the foundation because it is true that if you um, – if you have an unhappy customer, that the, the chances are that customer is going to tell an average of 15 people. And so you not okay. lo- only lose one customer, you lose a possibility of, of 15 new uh, new consumers, new new customers. So um, so we're trying to help them so that that process and that, that customer experience is a positive one so that, that they can yeah. not only maintain their customer base but build on it. Um. What's the, um, I know you mentioned, obviously, farmers can find it. They go to the website. They, they could just find, you know, Google, yeah. uh, Arkansas Grown, and they'll, they can find what they're looking for. Um, anything else they need to know, uh, their workshops or any other outlets or anything else you need them to know about it, or is it just that simple? Well, it's very simple. Yeah. But, but in addition to the website and this, um, we do with the Arkansas Grown program, Arkansas May program, and Homegrown by Heroes, we offer 
um, opportunities for education and training. We host um, events. We had an event early in the pandemic where we had the Department of Health come in and talk to them about what they've seen, what they see coming, you know, sure. to help them with those restrictions that were, were there. We have uh, we hosted Arkansas Small Business and Technology Development Center, who they're free, they're a free resource for our, for everyone, but mm-hmm. our, as our farmers as well to help them with business plans and how to develop their own website if they want that, and um, how to how to uh, market their products. And we um, hosted uh, the most recent one we hosted was one on how to apply for grants. Okay, as you're yeah. aware, there's a lot of CARES money out Absolutely. there, and it's available for our farmers. And I don't know if you've ever worked with grants, but they can be intimidating. And so mm-hmm. um, we try to walk them through the process and show them that it, that it, that it can be a simpler process and that it isn't anything to, you know, it's, it's worth the effort sure. to get used to it and, and to, to give it a try. So, um, so we do those kind of things and we, and we keep them updated on what's happening in the industry. Right. Well, like you said, I, I think we've, we've seen an uptick in, in consumer interest in this. Have you uh, and the department seen an uptick in interest among farmers getting this kind of help and work, you know, trying to get their products to consumers? We have, yes. It's been a very exciting – this is an exciting time to be in this business, sure. this industry. And they have. We've had an increase in our membership. We've had an in- increase in our, in our participation. And we've also had an increase in our uh, opportunities to collaborate with other organizations – so that helps promote them through other organizations, which generates exposure for our farmers and local right. food and whatever. We've partnered with the Department of Arkansas Heritage. They have a, the Historic Arkansas Museum has a dinner series where they focus each month for four months out of the summer on one Arkansas-grown product. So we partnered with them, and so um, that increases the interest and exposure. And we've partnered with um, Uplift Arkansas, and um, we've partnered with, obviously, Farm to School. Right. And we partnered with um, Engage Arkansas, came to us and was interested in um, developing a pilot program to address food insecurity in the state by connecting our local farmers with AmeriCorps manpower to try to um, help the food deserts connect with the farmers. Okay. So, so there's a lot, um, a lot of layers in right. this program. Well, that, that is great. Is there uh, anything else we need to know uh, from a consumer perspective or from a farmer perspective? Cause it's, I think there's been a lot of great information and uh, anything coming up this year or just uh, gro- trying to grow this program. Is that the, the key goal here? Trying to grow the program and trying to um, help our farmers to, to, um, to streamline this process of selling sure. to the consumers. And I encourage consumers to look for the Arkansas Grown Label, come to the website, find your local farmers, and, and support Arkansans. All right. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. I just want to take a moment to remind our listeners that membership in Arkansas Farm Bureau not only supports agriculture throughout the state and agriculture education, scholarships, youth leadership programs, and more, but it comes with benefits, lots of benefits, in fact, from savings on Ford vehicles and John Deere equipment to special deals on choice hotels, a variety of top rental car brands, and much more. For details on everything you get as a Farm Bureau member, visit arfb.com backslash member dash benefits. That's arfb.com backslash member dash benefits.
Now we talk to Logan Duvall of Me and McGee Market in North Little Rock, whose business revolves around selling locally grown and sourced products. All right, welcome to the Arkansas AgCast. Today I'm joined by Logan Duvall. Logan, you want to tell the, the people a little bit about yourself? So uh, I am a partner in Me and McGee Market, which is a farmer's market uh, just outside of North Little Rock on Highway 70. And just very much involved with agriculture and the local food uh, scene. That's that's a good summation, I think. Uh, Logan, we, we spoke with uh, Karen Reynolds uh, from the Department of Agriculture, and we talked a lot about the Arkansas Grown Program and, and you know what, what is being done to help farmers get their products, their food, uh, the things that they produce, get it directly to consumers and what help is available for them and, and how to go about that. And I kind of wanted to take that conversation and speak to you since you've been at this game for a while and, you know, you're, you're out there selling the products of Arkansas Farms and, and your own products and that sort of thing. And just kind of get your feedback on that, what the process is like, how hard it was to get into it, what did, did you use the Arkansas Grown Program, did you use their, you know, Department of Agriculture and any sort of uh, assistance, what you know, give me your background in this and how, how it all came together for you. Yeah, I think, I think that the, the Department of Ag has done, a, you know, a great job of, of really trying to promote from the ground up. I think that the uh, Arkansas Made, Arkansas Grown programs that they do are, are very solid in the marketing effort and that little bit of credibility from the, the, the logos that they've got, but that in the Homegrown by Heroes. Uh, Karen's great. Uh, Amy Lyman and West Ward, all of them are, are really stand-up people. And I have worked with them in different ways uh, quite a bit. And, mm-hmm. you know, not specifically from the me and McGee side, but working with our, our vendors on getting the Arkansas Made logo in, in their marketing material just, just adds that credibility that I, I think, you know, gives a, sure. people a sense of comfort. Uh, so as far as farming and sourcing and, and marketing it and retailing it, uh, it's a it's a tough game, and I think that's uh, we can see that in the amount of people that actually do it versus the amount of people that want to do it. Yeah, and uh, <sighs> there's kind of a chicken and egg thing with agriculture is like do you grow it first or do you try to sell it first right and and that's that's where i think that we were a little bit fragmented across the industry and the different associations and groups is is you know it doesn't matter what we grow if we can't sell it yeah it it doesn't matter what we can produce if we're we can't get it moved so i think uh the only struggle that i personally have uh on this topic is not having enough food services buy into using local. And and I think the biggest reason for that is it's extremely difficult. Uh, it's The logistics are difficult. Sure. The infrastructure is non-existent for local. Because uh, what you'll end up having is somebody, a distributor, a large distributor, say U.S. Foods, Keith, somebody like that, they've got very strict guidelines and safety requirements like GAP certifications that smaller farmers can't necessarily do. It's just not feasible. 
and in order to to get with one of the big guys you've got to you know follow their rules there's a big big discrepancy on on the the smaller farmer to the big scale that can make that happen and and it is extremely hard for chefs to source everything they need for a menu and a stable menu and i think that that's where we've got to address the the major issues that that middle ground of aggregation and distribution yes uh you know having spoken to some other people about this before logistics always comes up in some way or another whether that's selling directly online and getting the product in a timely way, in a safe way to the consumer, or whether it's figuring out everything you said about, you know, what, what is required, what is needed, what kind of certifications or, you know, all of those things is a program. And obviously you said, you know, there is value in this, the, the branding Arkansas grown, uh, Arkansas made that sort of thing, having that kind of connectivity that, that, that obvious, you know, okay, I feel good about this. It's from Arkansas factor, but what, what other help is needed out there and, and what is available for people who are, are saying, asking all the questions that you just talked about, man, there's a lot of challenges here. What, how do I scale? How do I make this work? Where, do, where should they look? And how did, you know, how did you start down that road? What would you advise people to do? Well, I, I think that that's the, the opportunity. And I don't, I don't believe that there is a good solution at the moment. Uh, what, what we have is a lot of, uh, cannibalizing each other in in a lack of coherent moving of cooperation and by that i mean when you you think of a farmer right that uh, likes to do farmer markets and is working directly uh, to the consumer they're all going to end up growing the same thing right yeah. so uh, everybody's going to have yellow squash zucchini uh, red tomatoes and now you know the purple varieties are extremely popular and okra they're all going to have the exact same thing. And, and the, the way that the, it, the competition typically does is because it's the easiest thing to do is you cut cost, mm -hmm. right? So everybody's cutting each other's throat. And then at the end of the day, you, you're not making money because you, you're trying to undercut somebody else. So there's not this collaboration on what do we need to grow to have a wide range of things instead of everybody doing the exact same thing. And how do we get those moved into the food service where they're going to use the bulk of it? Right. And, and that that's the challenge. Uh, so I don't believe that there is a solid enough resource at the moment to address those issues. I think that that's what uh, I actually just got off the phone uh, with a dear friend trying to come up with this. And, and I think there's almost got to be a vertically integrated system in which you have a, like necessarily an association, but an entity that works together and collaborates from all aspects of it, from, from the farm to the aggregation distribution to food service and or a market right. uh, to where, right. where somebody, something like a private farmer's market like I do or an open source uh, like like what most farmers markets are. Yeah, so in a sense, collaboration is the piece that, that really needs to happen going forward. People, you know, working, people interested in this, pursuing this, there needs to be a, a, a method and a, a, a way for them to come together to start this, you know, process, make sure that everyone's on board, knows what they should be growing, how they should be getting it to people, and, and make sure we have a system of some kind that works. Exactly. Uh, 
and and a lot of the cooperatives have tried that uh, yeah. and and what ends up happening is this uh, this as may sounds terrible i don't know but th- when you have almost this cooperative democracy type model mm-hmm. uh, where everybody's voice has like this equal weight in there uh it it starts an infighting and they all uh basically implode uh whether yeah. that's a farmer's market or cooperative I, i've seen it over and over and over and over and fail so what i'm i'm suggesting is what you're saying yes but in a a entity model mm-hmm. to where there is control and the the ship can be directed and and you it's more of a a, a business that is fully integrated from farm aggregation distribution to the end consumer sure but yes something like that has got to be established or we're all just going to be running around uh, trying to accomplish the same thing and not really getting traction, which is honestly what's happened over the last about 10, 15 years that I've had anything to do with the industry. What kind of improvements have you seen and steps in the right direction? And is some of the supply chain issues, you know, things that have happened with COVID, has any of that pushed people a little harder to move in this direction? Initially, when everything uh, started hitting to, towards the beginning of 2020, there was a big push for local, and I think a lot of that was just the fear of people didn't want to actually go inside of like big box stores and stuff. Sure. So they were searching for a safer means of, of getting uh, the groceries they needed. And there was a huge boost in the local during that. Uh, that somewhat has subsided over the last uh, half of half of uh, 2021, but there's still a certain certain portion of of the consumers that appreciated and and really embraced the quality that local offers mm-hmm. over over more of a commercial option that i don't i don't really know if that's going to hold up or not but if if the grocery stores keep running out of food yeah. they're they're going to have to get something so the supply issues have not necessarily affected us. There is a backlog in uh, processors for meat uh, within the state, and that's you know that's a side topic, but that, right. that's a big that's a big one that is also I, I think it's being addressed. But the yeah, and that the I guess local. I was going to mention, you know, I know there's been some effort to find ways to increase the number of meat processors and, and, and ways to get that done here in, in Arkansas. And, and you think things like that, steps like that of improving some of the infrastructure and expanding it, that's going to be important down the road. I do think it's going to be important. Uh, the Going back to that distribution side of it, though, is, is we have to get more restaurants and chefs to buy in. And if they can't do something, what, what running a restaurant is extremely difficult. Right. They, they don't have the luxury of going and chasing down 15 different farms to, to get a menu and then have to deal with that. That's added things that, that a chef doesn't have time for in the current business model, that distribution to where they can essentially, uh, you know, place an order or at least know what's available from multiple farms. Right. And at at that aggregation is going to be the key to getting a lot of those uh, types that would like to do it, but haven't pulled the trigger. In, involved and that's yeah. when we're going to be able to scale farms and grow more and bring in new farmers because we're going to have an outlet but until you have the outlet of more farmers markets uh 
more successful farmers markets mm-hmm. and and restaurants utilizing the products and the farm to school that I think that's great too. Uh, and an aggregation facility could definitely support that and make that more uh, productive. Okay. Um, and you know, that is, uh, you know, something I've seen, it, it, you know, with Arkansas grown and the discussion I had with Karen, they've, you know, they've talked about, you know, they've updated their website and they are updating their website to, almost create uh, a place, a marketplace where, you know, some of these producers can post there and promote their own things. Uh, it seems like a step in the right direction, but is that really what this is about? I mean, taking those steps and is that why maybe programs like Arkansas Grown are a stepping stone kind of thing, a place where someone could get started uh, finding out about this and, and moving in that direction? Yeah. I, I love how they're, they're trying to connect people, but I, to me, uh, my, the value I see the Arkansas made, Arkansas grown is, is the credibility. It's that branding. It's uh, Hey, the state of Arkansas has backed and uh, agreed that this is produced inside the state and, and you can just feel good. And you have that, that reliable right. feeling that, that this is what it is. Uh, that to me is the biggest value that, that that program is doing the connecting the network. You, you know, consumer behavior and retail is is a whole whole nother ball game. I mean, yeah, everything yeah. that I'm talking about, I, I in my mind, I, I put it into these three phases, right? So you got your phase one is going to be your in, your end user. I like to start with end and work backwards. So your phase one is the end user, and that's going to be the consumer either getting food from a food service or a a market. That's that's one. Uh, two is going to be that distribution. How did that food get there? And, and then to distribute it, you've got to aggregate it. So that's your phase two is this distribution aggregation. Phase three is the farm itself. And so what, what we're trying, and, and that's where you can get the scaling and, and all of that. You you have to connect them, but none of that on phase two and phase three matters if you can't sell the food. If you can't sell and move the products, nothing before that matters. So to me, you've got to focus on the retail first yeah and the network the network kind of works itself that back side of it mm-hmm. it, it works itself out that's i mean it's capitalism i mean you, yeah, you're, the efficiency right. model it, it's just going to work that, that's how it is but you, you've got to make people want and feel good about supporting their state and their roots and i think the rest of it it, it works itself out in the process well, tell you know, talk a little bit as we kind of head toward wrapping up here. Talk a little bit about what you're doing, your operation, the steps you've taken, and where where you see yourself going with what you're you're doing. Well, you know, I'm I'm actively trying to pursue what we just talked about because I think that's okay. the only way that we're successful long term. So I, I'm going to be actively trying to get some restaurants and more food trucks going. Uh, that way we we're focused on using local local products because I think that that's the only way that you you really can is you have to grow the food service and retail side up. So um, ideally, I, I want to get some more markets going to where we can get get quality produce in people's hands. Uh, quality meat is just as important, if not more so. And 
and then working that backside of it. And, and you know, I, I'm beyond blessed with the network I have from the inside the government, like the Department of Ag, uh, the University of Arkansas, the, the Systems Division of Ag, Farm Bureau. It, there's a lot of people actively working towards all of this, mm-hmm. but I think it's just going to take bringing, you know, braiding together all those those loose loose ropes together to form a really strong strong rope that's going to make a big difference and, and that, that's that's what i'm trying to do is just bring it together but sure it all ends ends with if you can't sell it it didn't matter what you grow right well uh i appreciate you joining us today and and talking about this issue it seems like one we're going to be continue to talk about because again it's like we've just sat here and talked about it. It's a process and, and really we've got a long way to go. Um, anything out there you would rec if you're, if you're talking to farmers out there who are just, you know, wading into these waters, what any, any recommendation for for them, how they should get rolling, what, you know, or if they want to play a role in this, how, how do we come together? How do we build the marketplace for this? Um, one of the things that I want to see happen, um, Mm -hmm very very soon i don't know when this is going to air but as soon as i possibly can i want to put together some sort of like a mastermind group mm-hmm. and let's get let's get some people together let's have a discussion let's see see what what players we have who wants to be involved sure um, and then so i would say you know anybody listening just to we will promote when i can get that put together and, and you know hopefully farm bureau will be a part of that all right that sounds great uh, thank you again. We appreciate you joining us today and, and helping us discuss, a, a, I think, an issue that is growing in importance and interest, and but one that's uh, a lot of work lies ahead in this area. That's it for another Arkansas AgCast. We'll be back next Thursday with more news and views on Arkansas agriculture.